Okay, good morning, good evening, or good afternoon, everybody. Today is Wednesday, September 22nd, and wow, do we have quite a bit to cover with regards to what's going on around the world. So let's uh, literally jump right into it. First off, the House Democrats on Tuesday removed a $1 billion um, funding in in yearly aid uh, for Israel's Iron Dome air defense system from their stopgap government funding bill after progressives threatened to tank the measure over the military support for Israel. This is big. There's a lot of angles to cover here because, again, not to be conspiratorial, not to say, you know, uh, not to be this whole, you know, uh, Jews run the world type of thing. I'm speaking strictly of those Jewish individuals that have power within the regime of Israel, not, you know, your everyday Jewish person. I have many Jewish friends. Again, I want to just make that very clear right off the bat, as many of you know, but it never hurts to clarify one more time. I'm curious to see. From an intelligence perspective, the Mossad, what their opinion is on this, again, respective to that of uh, uh, Prime Minister Naftali Bennett, I know they're all very close, but I'm curious to see why this is the case. I mean, could it be possible that the Israelis themselves did this? Could it? I mean, there's so many different angles to play here. The question becomes, why is this happening now? Now, if this is really a random act of these democratic progressives wanting to remove the Iron Dome from Israel, look... I mean, I don't know if there's going to be some type of retaliation in a political sense from from Israel. I mean, it's it's so hard to say. And to tell you the truth, folks, it's just because if you look at the stats, you look at the companies, the businesses, I mean, Jewish, we can argue very strongly, Jewish businesses in almost every industry make up a large amount of, uh, of, of a lot of the conglomerate and corporate revenue that comes in. Again, I'm not making things up. You just look at the numbers, right? Uh, with that being said, though, I mean, holy cow, this is big. I'm not saying I'm for this. I'm not saying I'm against it. It's not for me to tell you folks what is the right or wrong decision here. Now, with that being said, from the progressive perspective, the whole ideology is, okay, let's end the wars all around the world. Let's all sing Kumbaya by the fire. And as nice as that would sound, this is where my opinion comes in. So I'm going to be honest with you guys. As nice as that sounds... I mean, I'm all for making peace with other countries, but you got to have some type of military apparatus to defend yourself. Now, granted, the Iron Dome isn't the only thing that protects Israel uh, within the air. But I mean, again, we can argue very strongly that it is, I mean, that it is one of the most significant apparatuses. So I don't know if this was pre-planned. I don't know if this was an intelligence operation. This is big. I met when this news came out. I, I don't remember exactly when, but I remember going, holy crap. This is massive. I believe this was yesterday evening. And if I'm not mistaken, there was speculation that Israel was going to pull their ambassador from the United States. This is, I mean, I never thought I'd ever see this. To be honest with you folks, whether this is an inside play in order to maneuver and do something at a much larger strategical uh, level that we just don't understand contextually, or whether this is literally the progressive Democrats saying, hey, you know, but now my thing is this, if this is the progressive Democrats that really made this happen and there was no secret operation or no political strategy behind this by any of the higher ups, why didn't they, why, why didn't they vote against Nancy Pelosi in order to force a Medicare for all bill on the floor? And my point is this, I'm not saying I'm for Medicare for all because I know there's another side of that too, you know, that, that whole socialistic perspective. But my point is, is that these progressives have been fighting for Medicare for all since they started, you know, AOC and the squad. And to be critical, when you look, they, they didn't vote against Nancy Pelosi. They had enough uh, members of part of um, of Congress in their squad, the progressives, to be able to say, we're, g- we're going to withhold our vote to make Nancy Pelosi the speaker unless we do the thing that we basically built our whole principle and movement on which is getting Medicare for all for the whole country. 
So you see what I'm saying here, folks? It's, that's why I'm very skeptical about what's happening here, okay? With that being said, again, I want to make it very clear. We're talking about the regime of Israel, not the people of Israel, not the Jewish people all around the world. I want to be very, very clear about that. The next thing is Ontario in Canada. Ontario's vaccine passport starts today. Honestly, folks, I'm indoor gyms, restaurants, movie theaters. I'm not going anymore. I mean, as many of you know, I live in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. It's I'm not going. What am I? I I'm, you know what? I guess I'll be paying a little bit extra to watch the movies premiere on Amazon Prime or what have you. And uh, hey, I guess that'll be it. I'll go for, you know, my walks. Let's hope that I don't need to put a mask on when I go for a walk eventually. Right. And and that's it. Um, there will come a point, though. I do feel it. I don't know when, but there will come a point where I will be moving because it's just getting too much. Um, the next thing is that Apple's iOS 15, their latest software, will soon let you store your COVID vaccination card in Apple Wallet. Oh, great. Even better. OK, yeah, we're moving on from that. Uh, the next thing is that the Ukrainian president, Vladimir Zelensky, has promised a strong response after one of his top aides survived an apparent assassination attempt. Uh, his aide, Serhii Shefir's car, was struck with a, a volley of bullets as he left his home south of the capital, uh, Kiev on Wednesday morning. His driver was wounded. It is not known who carried out the shooting, but Mr. Zelensky said it could have been a foreign or domestic attack. Again, fingers automatically point to Russia and the Kremlin. The Kremlin has categorically denied any Russian involvement. Again, we don't know who this could be. This could literally be a gang. This could be because of all the tension that's going on with COVID and the protests and what have you. Ukraine, very sadly, was not the most safest nation out there to begin with, let alone when this whole, you know, pandemic thing started. And, you know, we could say pandemic, but got to be careful because of YouTube. Um, look, you know... It's hard to say. Was this a proxy country? Was this a proxy strategy? Was this something, you know, did Russia do it via another? We're never going to know. We're never, even if they claim they admit it or confirm it, even then we got to, we got to question that too, right? So uh, the next thing is that the White House staff shouts over Biden yesterday afternoon, shouted over Biden, preventing reporters from hearing Biden's response as UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson recognized two British reporters for questions. So yeah, Boris Johnson was at the White House in the Oval Office yesterday and uh, you could see uh, a couple British reporters asked Biden some questions. Please forgive me off the top of my head. I cannot recall at the moment. But anyways, he was about to answer. And then all of a sudden, Biden's aides go, OK, thank you. Bye. All right. Bye, everybody. Take care. OK, bye. All right. <laughs> if I mean, I'm going to be honest, there's a lot of things that Trump did I didn't like either. But you, assuming what we saw is what we had with Trump in, in, in the sense that he'd walk out on stage. Obviously, the reporters, I, I'd like to think, would not give him pre-planned questions. And he'd just come out there. You, you, next person, next person. I mean, look, this whole thing could be a, a massive, massive stage in the sense that Trump's responses were pre-planned, but I really, you know what I'm saying, folks? I don't think that the reporters and, and staff helped Trump like they're doing with Biden. They're, they're cradling him. They're cradling Biden, right? Uh, like I said, with that being said, that doesn't mean that I'm trying to make Trump to be a god. There's a lot of things he did I didn't like either, but if we're going to be consistent here, right? And to be fair as well, too, I mean, Obama as well and Bush, they kind of just took questions off the cuff. Obviously, Bush known more than Obama to do those things. But anyways, the next thing is that Zuckerberg, Mark Zuckerberg, CEO and founder of Facebook, approved Project Amplify, an initiative to use the news feed, the site's most important digital real estate, to show people positive stories about the social network, which begs the question, what other opinions does the social network shape? This is interesting, right? And I find it quite peculiar because, again, Zuckerberg has been catering. I mean, we can argue not so much lately, but generally he's been catering to conservatives with respects to not removing or censoring certain posts because of freedom of speech. And look, I respect that. But ultimately, let's be honest here, too. 
I have very little respect for Zuck- I have no respect for Zuckerberg on Facebook overall to tell you folks the truth. Sadly, it is the most vital form of communication arguably today, depending on maybe what age group and what have you. Of course, you got Twitter, you got Instagram, you got TikTok, you know, but ultimately you got Snapchat, but I, it's just, again, they, they do this all the time. The fact that the New, the New York Times just broke this story today or yesterday, nothing new. They've been doing this for at least a decade now. It's just, you know, I don't even want to use the terms it's all coming out because it's always been out there. It's just now society's paying attention or more of society or at least an appropriate amount of society relative to what these instances are, right? So the next thing is that there is uncertainty surrounding the Chinese real estate company Evergrande as as uh, as it is putting pressure on the crypto market. Look, some people are saying this is going to be China's Lehman Brothers. Apparently, if I'm not mistaken, Evergrande said they secured a uh, a debt payment. To, they secured, I think, delaying or subduing one payment uh, with a certain creditor that they owed vast amounts to. Um, they kind of were able to hold that payment back so that they wouldn't collapse. But what about the other payments as well, right? So this is the other question. The next thing is that um, Dr. Jessica Rose said at the FDA open public hearing, and again, YouTube should not be should not take me down for this. This is a direct quote from the FDA public hearing, and I quote: "There's an over 1,000 percent increase in the total number of adverse events just for 2021, and we are not done with 2021. In my opinion, the risks outweigh any potential benefits with these products, especially in children." End quote. If I'm not mistaken, please do not quote me on this because I, I don't want to get this taken down because of misinformation. I believe the FDA voted. It was something like 8 to 2 or 10 to 2 in favor of approving the, the vaccine uh, for kids and things like this, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, um, or just for improving it in general. Now, I believe this was one of the, uh, we can if we t- take a look here, this was one of the doctors at the FDA public hearing that, uh, that made her, her voice uh, known. And again, mainstream media doesn't pick it up, right? The next thing is that clashes have broken out between police and anti-lockdown protesters at the Shrine of Remembrance War Memorial in Melbourne, Australia. Over 200 arrests have been reported so far. This may have to do with the same protests uh, yesterday in Melbourne as well. But again, it's such a, pardon my English, it's such a, a clusterfuck in Australia. I mean, I don't want to say it, but I would argue Australia's fallen. I don't, I, I don't know like how else to, to put it in the sense of freedom and all that. Now, before COVID, I have a lot of friends in Australia who always told me, Dave, it's, Australia's always been more big brother than we liked, but you know, the freedom was there, or at least it felt like it was there, right? Now, I mean, I, I don't, Christ, this is scary. And we'll, we'll continue on shortly. Um, the next thing is that UK's Boris Johnson tells France's President Macron to, quote, get a grip and give me a break, end quote, over the new AUKUS pact, the um, Australia-UK, uh, the, the, um, the whole submarine situation. Now, the Elysee announces a phone call between uh, Biden and Macron in the coming hours, and France expects concrete measures, end quote, not just words, end quote, to overcome the submarine crisis. Again, here's the thing. Biden can come up on the front end, putting aside the military industrial complex and all that stuff. Biden can go to the UN as they did yesterday in New York. And they are today again at the New York, uh, New York UN general assembly that I will be covering shortly um, because something happened there too, interestingly enough, but Biden can go there and he can say all these nice things. But if he does not have the ability as an individual, as a leader to, to bring the allies in and say, listen, you're going to have to deal with this. You're going to have to deal with that. Right now, give us time for... Make the deals, the negotiations. I know I'm oversimplifying. But if Biden can't do it like this, he can talk all fine and dandy from his speechwriters. It's not going to change anything. It's not going to change the instinctual feeling that Macron has, that many other world leaders and alleged allies of the U.S. have, right? So 
The next thing, and I'm not saying that's a good thing, by the way, I'm just saying from a strategic perspective. So the next thing is that Israeli Ministry of Health announced that the green pass for for vaccinated people expires when six months have passed after the second dose and now also six months after the third booster vaccination. Holy crap. I mean, you see, this is what's conflicting me about Israel is they do things like this, but then they're also the same country to, in some cases, originally and initially be the first ones to come out with studies questioning the efficacy of vaccines. So I'm, I'm very up and down with Israel, to be honest. I'm not saying that they have a part in this New World Order agenda, but at the same time, we have to consider all the angles, right? So the next thing is that uh, in Australia, Queensland police are going to be suspended without pay if they don't get a COVID vaccine within the next two weeks. Like I said, it's fallen. I'm sorry for those that watch and listen to the show from there, but it might even happen here too. So I, I, I'm, I'm sorry for those that are that I really do feel for you guys. Uh, The next thing is that Wuhan scientists plan to release, quote, skin-penetrating nanoparticles containing novel chimeric spike proteins, end quote, of coronaviruses into cave bats in Yunnan, China, 18 months before the pandemic. Interesting. Interesting, isn't it? (laughs) And then U.S. intelligence can't confirm or they can't figure out where it came from. Come on. The next thing is that uh, an armed U.S. F-16 intercepted a Cessna plane near the U.N. General Assembly in New York, which is what I I just brought up a couple minutes ago. The civilian plane was escorted out of the restricted area, according to the U.S. defense, defense officials, excuse me, and NORAD, and the General Assembly is safe to resume today. Folks, I'm not saying this was an attempted terrorist plot or anything like this. Obviously, they're not going to say, but when, when, there's such friction to the point where you can't even do your, you know, your, your political events or anything like this without worrying about terrorist attacks or something like this. Holy cow, man. In my opinion, if you really want world stability, you bring, I mean, I know this is an oversimplification, but you bring out the alien tech, you bring out the free energy, you let everyone do their own thing, you know? So, I, I mean, again, I know it's an oversimplification. That's just my opinion, but the next thing is that a mysterious and potentially secret U.S. test design has leaked on TikTok, the Chinese teen video sharing platform. This could be the CCP using TikTok as an apparatus to spread and leak and say to the, to the CIA, listen, we're making a move now, you know, and we're using TikTok to do it because kids are interested in UFOs these days. It's common sense. It's going to go viral the most on TikTok anyways, even if kids weren't interested in UFOs. But I mean... You guys got to see the image of this thing. It, it looks something like from a distance, from far away. Uh, you'd we'd probably say, ah, this is this is a UFO. Um, it, assuming this is the accurate design that was published. But anyways, um, the next thing is that Lebanon's inflation rate is worse than Zimbabwe's and Venezuela's. Their annual inf- inflation rate is the highest in the world, according to Bloomberg data. Um, with that being said, though, fuel is coming in to fill a dire need for electricity in Lebanon amid the ongoing energy crisis. Again, they got to get themselves out of it. And I'm not saying that in the sense that they're on their own. I don't know much about Lebanon, the internal politics, the intelligence aspect and angle of things. So I don't want to comment. I'm going to be totally honest with you guys. Um, the next thing is that Morocco's premier, Akanouch, hopefully I didn't pr- mis- uh, butcher his name, announces a, a coalition agreement. Aziz Akanouch uh, said the three biggest winners of this month's parliamentary election had agreed to form a new cabinet. Good. Assuming this is legitimate and the process is the way in which they designed it based on their laws and rules. Good. Perfect. Um, 
again, I know this might have some residual retaliation effects and things like that, but again, life itself is a chess game, whether we know, whether we realize it or not. If I leave my, my house right now and get hit by a car, that's a, you know what I'm saying? So it, it's one of those things. At least in the moment, we can see a positive response relative to what's been announced, right? The next thing is that the Tunisia military judge has jailed two members of parliament. The rulings come amid growing concerns for human rights after the president seized governing powers in July. I, I'm not trying to say, oh, there's nothing you can do, but in countries like this, beautiful countries like Tunisia, um, it, geographically and all that, uh, it, it, it's, I, I don't know what to say, folks. Again, it's such a difficult chess game because we can play both sides, but it can just keep going with speculation and extrapolation, right? The next thing is that Saudi Arabia's wealth fund plans uh, green debt issuance soon. Saudi Arabia's uh, Saudi's public investment fund, excuse me, has been investing more in businesses that benefit from a transition from fossil fuels. Um, I mean, this look. I'm going to read the next two points because I feel like there's a big. Um, collaboration happening here and, and you'll see what i mean in a sec which is the next thing is that the who warns low air quality kills 7 million people a year issues new aqgs and the who calls for urgent action to tackle one of the biggest environmental threats to human health okay putting the climate change stuff aside there's a part of me that maybe look this is when the alien side of me comes in i'm going to be honest with you folks and you might kind of laugh this off but i'm going to say that i really don't care um I believe the beings within hollow earth, concave earth, whatever you want to call it, um, I believe, I don't know if this is affecting them or not, but there's a push on a non-human level to get this whole climate thing in order. And it, it's, in my opinion, China moving to green energy uh, slowly, South, the Saudis picking up the pace. I, I think this is something non-human telling them you got to do this or else you're not going to have a world to rule over. And I'm not saying because of climate change could be for other reasons. I could be wrong, just my personal opinion. The next thing is that um, Burundi probes grenade blasts, pledges to stamp out the terrorists. The in Interior Ministry uh, says two people killed when still unidentified terrorists hurled grenades into two uh, Buhumbura or Bujumbura, excuse me, uh, sites. Again, it's all over the world, folks. I mean, I, I know that there was never a truly peaceful time everywhere around the world, but the, the tension is there. I mean, these random acts of violence, regardless if it's, you know, Asia, Africa, Asia Pacific, uh, North America, Latin America, it, it, everywhere. It's everywhere. Um, Amnesty blames top COVID jab makers for vaccine inequality. Amnesty International, the company, says six leading COVID jab manufacturers are, quote, wheeling and dealing in favor of wealthy states, end quote. Yeah, no shit. And again, the people that watch the mainstream media, again, I have family that will do this too. They'll say, no, they got to do it by the book. There's no way that's happening. Come on. The system is too, is too good. There's too many tech checks and balances. Excuse me. Oh, come on. Right. Uh, the next thing is that uh, Namib Nambians or Namibians, excuse me, uh, protest as MPs to vote on German genocide deal. Germany in May described the killings of the Herero and Nama people more than a century ago, uh, more than a century ago, as genocide for the first time. Look, got to own up to your mistakes. I, as a country, as a person, as an individual, you should own up to it. And in my opinion, just my opinion. Again, I, I'm not German. I don't come from Germany. There may be more to this, so I don't want to say this is the end-all, be-all statement or opinion of mine. But anyways, um, the next thing is that Germany allegedly opposes the Taliban, quote, show. 
end quote. At the UN General Assembly, leaders of Saudi Arabia, the UK, Jordan, Venezuela, and Ukraine plan to speak at the United Nations uh, General Assembly as it continues today. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens there. Um, the next thing is that Trump sues uh, his niece, I believe Mary Trump, um, and the New York Times over the tax report. It's a $100 million lawsuit and accuses Mary Trump and the New York Times of a, quote, insidious plot uh, to, end quote, to obtain tax records. Now, here's what's interesting. It, what's interesting about all of this, in my humble opinion, is that when we take a look at the way in which the New York Times obtained his tax returns, apparently it was under very murky circumstances. And I remember watching the hearing on big tech that the Republican Senate uh, committee uh, held, excuse me, and they had Jack Dorsey on um, in, in, in front of the stand. It was Jack Dorsey, Mark Zuckerberg, CEO of Google, and I forgot who else. But anyways, I remember, and again, he's not my favorite politician, Ted Cruz asking Jack Dorsey, why the hunter why did you remove the hunter biden story that the new york post uh, new york post put up and um jack dorsey says well we removed that because the it was the evidence was obtained illegally right for the story ted cruz said the new york times obtained trump's tax returns illegally so why didn't you censor that story jack dorsey said nothing he goes senator you're right he goes i have nothing to say he literally i re off at least from my memory that's what he said he goes, we're going to have to take a look at that. You're right. So again, let's be consistent. It's as simple as that. But of course, no, right? Uh, the next thing is that China's Evergrande says it has resolved a scheduled payment. Exactly. Um, that's what I was saying earlier. Uh, the next thing is that U.S. officials fear al-Qaeda threat after fall of Kabul to the Taliban. In wake of chaotic U.S. withdrawal, the U.S. intelligence agencies are watching to see if al-Qaeda and ISKP gain. I think that's ISIS-K or whatever. That was that... I'm not even commenting on that. Don't get me started. I'm just going to end up ranting. I, so I'm not going to comment on that. Um, the next thing is that border police can ethnically profile people according to a Dutch court. Uh, the Hague District Court says that ethnicity can be used to single out passengers for checks, but activists vow to appeal. You know, again, the court ruled it. The, the fact that there's an ability to appeal, no problem. I've actually been contemplating this myself too because of this whole woke and freedom thing. Does this mean that now in the eyes of the law, it's going to be harder to identify criminals if the criminals identify as, you know, because of their human rights and things like that? It's, I'm genuinely asking anyone who's, be, who's uh, willing to answer or, or speculate on this with me. Um, the next thing is that, and I quote, game changer, according to Al Jazeera, end quote, China to stop funding overseas coal projects. Chinese President Xi Jinping tells United Nations Beijing will support green energy, not coal. Again, going back to what I was saying, I don't think these are humans that are all coming to do this together, truthfully. Um, and the final thing is that the Manila mayor announces a bid for president of the Philippines. The former actor, uh, actor is... Isco or Isco Moreno uh, is latest to join the race to succeed Rodrigo Duterte in the May 2022 election. If I'm not mistaken, I think Manny Pacquiao is uh, running for president of the Philippines as well. Hey, if these people believe they can make their country better, let's give them a shot. I, I don't, again, unless there's something, if some of you are from the Philippines and I'm missing some context, please fill, if you're watching on YouTube or listening, please comment to uh, fill in the, the rest of the the gaps that I've missed. But with that being said, folks, we have a members episode coming out either later on tonight or at the latest tomorrow morning on Patreon. And we will catch all of you very, very soon. Cheers.